The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Merry Christmas, everyone. We have an action-packed show for you. Although you may not be working as much as we come into Christmas, the markets are not slowing down for anyone. We had some initial unemployment claims come out today. Pretty calm. We had some other news come out. Uh, We had a headline come out of OPEC, which is kind of odd for this time of year. And what happened, we'll get into all of that. We also have some reports tomorrow. That's going to be interesting. Brady Huck's going to digest that. We uh, We have problems on the border, north and south. We're going to talk about that. Right before we went live, I looked at the markets. I don't even want to repeat what they are, but I will anyway. Beans down 12. Corn was about up one. Wheat's uh, down in feeders and uh, live kettle are, are lower. With that, Connor B is back. I won't have to ramble by myself. Good morning, Connor. It's not easy good. doing a show by yourself, so it's good to see I, you. I believe it. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. And I love the Christmas tie. I got to say. Well, that's, yeah, that's all we have. Uh, real quick, if you're out there watching, we've been getting comments. We see them. Go ahead and give us a comment. We love it. We uh, If you send us a good comment, we might just send you a ATI Pro Media Cup. Merry Christmas. Oh, those are uh, those are $30 cups. So why don't you get those little fingers? You have to like and subscribe to the Advanced Trading Channel on YouTube. We have some serious things to talk about, and I brought in a serious guy. I got a question. I got Yes, I got yes, a trivia sir. question for you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Largest population growth, right? When we think of that, who are the countries you think of? Uh, I would think of some uh, foreign world, you know, somewhere weird in the world that just a bunch of people had to leave. Like uh, what, what's just what's just happened where someone just massively has to leave. It, 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 if we were filling out the population growth chart on our bingo card, I wouldn't have Canada. Canada, Canada hits 3.2 among the world's fastest growing country. I noticed this headline yesterday, and when I was preparing for the show, I said, that can't be right. It said that Canada's population went up 400,000 in the last three months. Now, they didn't build uh, they didn't build enough housing for 400,000 people. Now, I do remember statistics. I could be off a little, but like 85% of the population lives within one hour north of America. Why is this a big deal? Why are we talking about it? I feel like from the press and the media, people are afraid to go after Canada. They're like, oh, it's Canada. They're nice. Uh, they, they drink beer, you know, and they go ice fishing. It's not like that anymore because some of these cities in Canada have become very dangerous. And when they affect my clients, our clients, advanced trading clients in North Dakota, when it comes to safety and what's happening to the cities in North Dakota, you wouldn't believe the crime that's starting to happen in North Dakota. And they're coming in from the North. They're obviously coming in from the South. To be honest with you, Connor, and I got to give you time to talk. I bet you Americans' population's exploding. We just have no accurate way. Canada took the time to see actually who came in their country. America's like, come on in, bro. We got an iPhone for you. <laughs> you know, Merry Christmas. So we have the same problem. Probably We probably are growing more than them if I had to speculate. Why are we talking about this? Because it's affecting the corn market. You want to talk about that a little bit? What's going on with yeah. corn in Mexico? 
Yeah, you cover north of the border. Let's talk south of the border, right? We've got those rail closures, right? Kind of outside of our scope in the grains world, especially mine, right? They did it to curb the immigration. They did it to shut down. And then we've got the repercussions that we're feeling in the grain market this week. And so a few stats I saw with that, right? Uh, Mexico soy meal supplies range from around three to eight days. Yellow corn supplied for their yard livestock, eight to 20 days. So we are talking if if that border, if that rail stays closed, that could be some serious supply hiccups for Mexico. One of our biggest, our it is our biggest corn buyer. And that those two railways, I think it's like 55%. Don't quote me on that one, Tommy. But we're talking, we're talking a ton of product that moves down that way. And so if that stays closed, we're going to see repercussions in the grains market. Yeah. Hey, we have a comment. So I think this young lady just wanted a free cup. Do you know who this is? I know her well. I know oh her too well. Some people do anything for a free cup. No shame. That's all I could say. I mean, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Uh, thank you for commenting. We'll take more of those. All right. What else do we have that when we came out the news or we can get right in the PowerPoint? And I know uh, Brady needs to talk. We're already five minutes in it. So let's get yep. to it. O- only other thing. Let's fly through them. Angola leaving OPEC, right? Bearish mm-hmm. or bullish. Tommy, we'll talk that. But they're going to jump out of the OPEC. Um, some, you know, that caught us off guard. Major surprise. VIX spikes in S&P. When we're talking thin holiday market, right? Not yeah, so VIX much. Yeah, VIX went up right, 9% Tommy? yesterday. We've been talking that the stock market's on the high, corn's on the lows. We did that yesterday. And then the stock market had a bad day yesterday. They're blaming FedEx. FedEx was down 10%. Now, this is one thing, folks, when you watch media, all the headlines were down yesterday that FedEx was down 10%. FedEx is down 10%. I'll ask you a question. Do you know how much FedEx is up on the year? Hmm. 55%. It was up 65%. Now it's only up 55%. So be careful on how you watch news, how you digest news. The headline is FedEx plummets 10%. The truth is it's still up 55% in the year. We, we can't say that for corn. Uh, we may be able to say corn rallied 2%, but it's it's down a lot on the year now. Uh, let's get in the slides real quick before we uh, I, we yeah. got Brady time. He's got something so important to say. Let's fly through it. Drought monitor, Tommy. Uh, way too early to start talking drought. Uh, 2023 proved that to me. But, you know, you if we're looking at Iowa, tiles aren't running in Iowa. You know, me in central Illinois, where I'm in that yellow to white spot. We caught a lot of rain Sunday, Monday. So hopefully we'll see that change next week. But concerning something to watch right uh iowa continues to grow uh that drought monitor continues to grow in iowa only thing i could say about iowa real quick is if they would have had a corn crop you would need another four inches on this next chart lower because we would (laughs) we would have three in front of the cash markets in iowa yeah absolutely and so just looking at that you know we we've talked about it so much this week last week the low volatility range bound right march 24 corn we can go back to august tommy and we're in a 40 cent trading range, right? On the low, we're at 470, which we are, you know, hopefully we're bouncing off it. We're sitting at 472 as I look. And on the high, right around that 512, 510 range, right? We've been in that range since August. Tight range coming out of the summer. And so something to watch, right? And looking, you know, we were talking before we got on, Tommy, about the, th- it seems like every newswire, everything is always talking about the thin holiday market, right? And we're talking mm-hmm. about that for this week. What are, thoughts on that as an ex-trader? What do you think? Uh, well, I, I'm not completely ex. I, I still do, donate money to the markets once in a while. If you'd like to sell your corn 30 cents higher, you can do it in DS 24. As a professional trader, I can tell you this, is that uh, traders like volatility. 
And when I was a young man, many years ago, we would go to the board of trade and trade in the corn pit. And then that's what we did. We trade corn. Guys like me, I traded crude oil already today. I trade the S&P. I don't have to trade corn. I have 25 live markets on my screen the second we get done with this show. And if I don't like the way corn's trading, I can move right to the other one. So the number one thing I think you're going to learn from the show today is professional traders move from pit to pit. In the old days, you drove to Chicago, you went in a pit, you were almost obliged to trade in that pit. You had relationships in that pit. Your brother-in-law is probably the broker. You were the big trader. There was a lot of nepotism. The screen doesn't judge. The screen doesn't judge. Important point right there. Real quick, PJ, that special he did the other day, uh, talking about those week two options. We'll get more into that next week. I got to get out of here just because Brady Huck has something really important to say. Merry Christmas, everyone. We will be live again today. We have some uh, afternoon specials that will be coming out to advanced trading clients. Of course, you can get a hold of us. Brady's going to talk about that. Mr. Brady Huck, handsome devil, look at you. Uh, Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. Apparently, Connor. Connor didn't get the email about dressing up. All right, everyone, have a great show. When you guys are ready to end it, I'll end it for you, all right? All yeah, right. Yep. Thanks, Tommy. Brady. Connor, go ahead. Go. Yep. Cattle on feed uh, report tomorrow. What can we expect? What are you looking at? Yeah, well, we actually got two significant livestock reports tomorrow. We've got a quarterly right. hog and pigs report and the cattle on feed. I focus on the cattle on feed. we got a couple other brokers that are a little stronger in hogs, and we're actually going to do a special um, here this afternoon and send that out to customers and prospective customers. If you want that special episode sent to you, send us an email and we will get it in your hands. Not everything we pump out here is free and open to the public, uh, but we just ask if, you, if you're interested, let us know and we'll get it out to you. Uh, but yeah, yeah these cattle, cattle on feed report, um, that'll be out tomorrow. Trade's looking for placements to be 3.8% below a year ago. Um, a much friendlier outlook on the placements um, than we've had the last two reports. We'll see what gets printed there. Um, marketings though, or a lack of marketings, the trade's looking for 6.8% lo- fewer marketings in November. And that is the biggest headwind this cattle market is facing right now is kind of a log jam up front, lack of marketings, high carcass weights. We're producing more beef with less animals and we need the consumer to send strong demand signals to the packer so these margins can ripple down back to the consu- to producers again. Um, right. But yeah, Tony Thanks. and I, Tony Dunker, will be um, on here this afternoon. We'll, we'll have a, a great email breaking down pre-report what awesome. to expect in more yeah. detail. Awesome. I can't wait to hear you talk about how cattle and feed out Friday after markets close. Then we've got a long, you know, getting through Christmas, long holiday weekend to really digest those numbers. So we'll see what that does. Luke, Luke comment down there. Yeah. Thoughts on any the thoughts flu? on the high path avian flu? What do you think, Brady? Well, it's something to keep our eye on. It impacts, you know, the protein space. One of the biggest impacts to me, though, looking at that is maybe the grain usage. If we're wiping out egg layers, those those birds are, are eating corn. And if we're wiping out birds, we've got less mouths out there eating corn. So keep an eye on that. Absolutely. Always concerning. We'll we'll keep watching that and, and see where we go with that. With that, Brady, uh, I think we'll have – I think that's all we got. Make sure to reach out to us if you want to hear Brady and uh, Tony talk uh, hogs and cattle. And with that, we'll see you tomorrow. See you all. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.